This week on the reverse stick, it's on again, then it's not. It's over there, it's not over there. It's just very confusing at the moment. Greetings and welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. I am one half of the host, John Lee, the other half, Matt Allen. How are you, Matt? I'm good, mate. It's very confusing. Is what this podcast is very confusing. Generally. Probably is if you haven't listened before. Uh, welcome if this is your first time listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Bear with us. Uh, if you struggle to get some of the, uh, the in-jokes or meta references through the show, send us an email to Matt or John at the Reverse Stick net because John's email is working again now. It is working and he's, and, he's, and he's picking up all those messages from the past three months, thanks to everybody yeah. who's been getting in touch. Well, thanks to my unique set of IT skills, um, I was able to resurrect it, Matt. Yep, <laughs> well done. Uh, this is episode 166, John, of the Global Hockey Podcast. And you know what we say every week here on the Glow Ho Po, give it a whack. That's right, Matt. Well done. Give it a whack, folks. Um, Still no complaints. No, none yet. Uh, not for that, anyway. I mean, there's other, <laughs> other things that come in regularly. Well, we might get to those emails later, no. That's it. Um, John at the reverse net. Send him a complaint. Yes, you can do that. Uh, it's been a bit of a disappointing way. Can I say that to start the show? Oh, sure, sure, John. We're going to start on a downer, are we? I thought we were going all well, upbeat, I... and then we are going to go down and up and, you know, take people on a roller oh, coaster of emotion through, through the show. Uh, but no, you start on the downer, mate. Things can only no, get... I'll, I'll no, go... no, 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 things can only get better. Go for it. Come on. Sure. Um, I was just, uh, it was a funny mm, hockey week mm, with everything that's mm, been going mm, on and then mm, a couple of mm, hockey experiences mm, and I just, oh, it's, it's, not the, it's not the death of Dutch man's hockey again, is it? No, that's been going on for years. Yeah. No, it's not that. Um, but we'll get to it all in this bit. You. I don't know if there's so much news. I've got a uh, the back of an envelope, well, news. back of an envelope here, John, with some bullet points and okay. a few things uh, with little boxes around them. So uh, it depends what you could. I reckon it's all news, really. If you haven't heard it before, it's news, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. We'll have some weight loss tips later on, and um, Brad Pitt's going to join us for an in-depth discussion. Oh, well, he used to play hockey as a kid, didn't he? Did he? No. Uh, pity. Oh, I tell you, all right, we're talking about stars before we go on to the news. Have you seen the uh, the app and website oh, ca- Cameo? <laughs> Have you seen it? You go with this early age. Yeah, ca- okay. so there's this uh, website Cameo that some of you may be yes, aware of. Yes, I have of. seen it because you've seen me, you've seen me screenshots of it. And uh, you can go on and get messages and um, you know, birthday messages and I guess telephone, answer phone messages and personalised videos from stars and celebrities from, from all over the world across oh and anything you could basically think so of except for commentators. I don't see any commentators. Right. I've, I think Ash or Nick or you know some of those guys should probably get on there. So and you, it varies. You, you, you can pay a lot of money for a big star for the personalised um, so uh, George Costanza Jason Alexander so a thousand like, um, US dollars. It's just him. like I would send the, this app a message saying I want um Jason Castagna, whatever his name is. Yeah, okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> to, to say, hello, Matt, happy 167th podcast episode. Yeah, something like that. If, I mean, you can be as creative as you like, mate. <laughs> That's entirely up to you. Um, and, you know, there's, you know, it's, it's heavily American-weighted. And I thought, oh, well, you know, I wonder if there's any field hockey people on there. And there's a few of the USA women's 
team are on there. 20, 20 US dollars for a message from them. Wow. Yeah. I could only find, I think, the one male hockey player. Okay. And surprise, surprise, who do you think it is, John? Oh, let me guess. Jamie Dwyer. It's Jamie Dwyer, John. 25 US dollars, an absolute snap, a steal. What a bargain. Now, if anybody doesn't want to support us on Patreon, and go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and help us out financially with our hockey podcast endeavours, perhaps you would like to gift us a Patreon message from, from Jamie Dwyer. Um, get creative. I don't know. You know, maybe it is a birthday wish for you know for Clint Flicker, possibly John, or um, I don't yes, know what else. What else? I don't know what else we could do. Get, get creative. It's only tw- twenty-five US dollars. Got to be got to be worth it. And send it through to us, and we'll air it on the show, and probably break all kind of um, uh, copyright. Have you have you um, have you got any audio of Jamie and his thoughts on this project? I just thought you might have a little bit there. Uh, it's on the phone. We might be able to play it at the end of the show. Oh, okay. That, that, that's a good idea. Yeah, there might, well, there yeah, might, you yeah. never know. There might be a, um, an advert for Jamie on Cameo oh, yeah. um, at the end of the show. Let's stick around, folks. <laughs> stick around. Hey, there has been some news. Go on. Um, some places where they were playing hockey no longer are playing hockey, Matt. Um, Netherlands, Ireland, restrictions going on in other places of the world. Um yeah, it's just, yeah. I found that, that I was didn't. partly very disappointing. I as that just not yet. I know Catalan, uh, Catalan leagues haven't played for two weeks. Yeah. Um, of course, we're coming in to the, the big grand final for our men's and women's competition, competition here in Western Australia. Sure same in Tasmania, same in other parts of Australia, or some of them are preliminary finals this week and then yeah. next weekend to their, um, their grand finals. Yeah. Um, there was a title decided though in Europe. Was it? Dinamo Kazan have secured oh. their 18th Russian Championship this week from the final batch of matches in their championship. This comes from Euro Hockey League media release. They carried a 10-point lead into this week's series of four games at their home stadium. Um, they started off their week with a 9-0 win over St. Petersburg. They followed up with a 5-2 success against Tana Azov. Uh, it gave them an unbreakable buffer when they went into Sunday's game against nearest rivals Dinamo Elektrostal who did inflict a defeat on Kazan 2-1. Um, they've, got, they've won. They have plenty of time to win it. And uh, I'll talk more a bit later on about the what's happening in Europe and um, EHL and EHL Men's Cup. What do you want to talk about, about now? Oh, OK, can do. Um, so Don't have to remind you. <laughs> uh, so release on EHL Hockey TV on the 13th was that the Entry list for the 2021 ABN AMRO Euro Hockey League next Easter has been finalised following nominations by the national federations. This season will take in changes to account for the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Was that you just having a big drink there? It's water, though. <laughs> it's water. look after my throat. Uh, are you, you singing tomorrow night? Tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, yeah we, they asked us back. Same time slot? Uh, no, we're on at 2pm. Oh, dear, that's... But there is... There, there's, we're in discussion back. over Friday nights. We were very impressive last week. So maybe the 2 a.m. slot? We'll, we'll see. No, we're opening Perth get... at 2 a.m. I was out last Friday People night. People dance to us at 2 a.m. That would be a good idea. <laughs> uh, the season will take in changes to account for the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, which led to the postponement of the EHL Final 8 back in April. Boo-hoo, wish I was there. An eventual cancellation in October this year. With qualifying leagues around the continent affected in different ways, each national federation was free to employ their own selection criteria for the for their representatives for next Easter's events. Uh, so, in the uh, the women's comp, it's uh, Amsterdam, 
Hurton uh, Bosch, Club Under Ulster, UHC Hamburg, Club de Campo, Surbiton, Pegasus and Minsk. And in the men's, uh, you've got four teams that are automatically through to the final eight. That's Terrassa from Sp- Athletic Terrassa from Spain, Royal Leopold from Belgium, Blumendahl from the Netherlands and Ullenhorst Mulheim from Germany. And then there, there are the eight teams that then play off to then meet that, that group of four there. Um, that's Mannheimer, Campong, La Gantoise, Surbiton, Dino Kazan, Saint-Germain, Grange and three Rock Rovers. In addition to that, happening at the same time will be the EHL Men's Cup. That's set to make its debut as part of the festival. And this has been put in place following the postponement of the 2020 EHL Final 8 last April and its subsequent cancellation in October. The EHL Men's Cup will run in addition to the Final 12 and Final 8 for the women. It offers the chance for the regular total of 20 men's clubs to compete in the EHL for a trophy, while also also earning crucial ranking points for the nation, which can bring extra places in the Euro Hockey League for the following season. So it's kind of a solution to missing out last time around and ensuring yeah. there's a you know a fair playing field for everybody to get the points. So there you go. That's what's happening there, John. Okay. Um, just while we're on stuff that's uh, happening with leagues not playing, mm-hmm. uh, the next pro league games due to 27th of October. Yeah. In. Amstelveen. Uh, Amstelveen, Wagner Hockey, hockey Stadium, yeah. yeah. Well, if Dutch hockey's not happening, it's highly unlikely that that's not happening. There are calls at the moment from very, various people within hockey in the Netherlands to say, hang on, how can soccer be played at Division 1 and Division 2 yeah. level and you not class hockey as a, a, a on parity with those sports as top-class competition? So, so those competitions are going ahead. So the soccer is, the hockey isn't. It's only the, the, under-18s and, and national team training. That's the only what, things that are what, happening at the moment. What soccer are they talking about? The local league, Eredivisie, whatever it is. Are they, do you know, sorry, I should have done Here you go, this is, this is another one where you ask me the questions and I have absolutely no clue. But okay. on, we'll, well, I was just wondering whether those those sports that are going ahead at that league level are... Um, Living in a hub types arrangements where we've seen work yeah, well, in Australia or pot- not. Potentially or, there's more. And that, that could very well be a reason why those sports are able to get away with it because they're spending a lot, a real big lot of money to make sure it goes ahead. Yeah. Or whether they, you know, I don't know. There might be restrictions that hockey can't meet that those sports can without delving too much further into it. But prima facie, it doesn't seem right, does it? No, it, it, it seems to be that hockey is being classed as a, a second-class sport there. Well, regardless of whether it's a first-class or second-class or whatever class sport it is, what what is it that those people are doing that allows them yeah. to have that contact, regardless yeah. of whatever league it is? And what, what, what mechanisms have they put in place to allow them to continue? Or is it just, well, you guys can keep going anyway? That would be wrong, but if they have got mechanisms in place, yeah, they would have. They would. They would have to. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they would have to have with it. So that's a hard one. It sucks. The whole thing sucks, Matt. Uh, Big time. A couple of other bits of news for now. I missed mentioning last week. uh, Paul Revington has now popped up back in Malaysia again and heading up uh, basically the whole development program from grassroots up for Malaysian hockey, and and he's there to support the coaches, including Arul. Anthony, who uh, was mentioned, what, what's, the, what's the name of that drink? The Juice. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if he's introduced the Juice. Um, but it's taken on the role there after departing GB. And, of course, the big news appointment-wise this week is a friend of the show, Andrew Wilson, the new 
Canadian head coach. Good on him. Will I? Who? Will I? Wilson. Uh, That's well, what the Spanish girls call him, games. Wilson, because you know, because he because he looks like the the the, the ball from he Tom looks Hanks. Like why don't yeah, they call him Spalding? Oh, that's what Tom Hanks called the ball. Wilson. No, it's called oh, it Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Spalding. Maybe the Spalding's a good one because he's better looking than Wilson. Potato country, that is, you know. What? Spalding in Lincolnshire. In is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Good luck to Andrew. Um, and best wishes. I think it's fantastic. Oh, oh great. great opportunity yeah. for him. Great, and great bloke and, and has been a great serv- a servant to um, to Spanish hockey and yeah. to Igarra, um in particular. I'm, I'm sure the Lock Monster is... Um, Sad to see him go too. Yeah, and uh, you know, but he'd be wishing me all the best. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So that we, well. we now lose our direct link to uh, to Haiti, don't we? Your hair, buddy. Your hair, double, buddy. Um, what did he say? He said something. I've always that, got he? the secret love. To... <laughs> secret love is still alive. <laughs> Press a button or something. <laughs> You're listening to the Reverse Stick of the Global Hockey Podcast. I've got something for you, Matt. Mm. There's a job going in hockey. You should apply for it. Right, okay. You should apply for it. Where is it? Here it is. General Manager Participation and Member Services at Hockey WA. <laughs> that is you. That's one of our next. That's one of our next interviews coming up. Is with the guy that's just left that job. Is it? Shout out, Ryan. Hi. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh-huh. so that's his job. Yes. Well, you can get some tips. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect job for you, mate. Well, listen in. If you want to apply for it, you might get some tips. Yeah, there's lots of stuff there you can do. Lots of stuff. Okay, what's your point? What's, there is a bigger point to this, I think, isn't there? No, there's not. Isn't there? I just saw the job, and I just thought, because you could do that. Okay. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm busy. I'm just putting you out of the pub. Thanks. I'm kind of busy doing this at the, at the moment, though. The podcast. Yeah, we're going to... You couldn't, you couldn't uh, have, have the pressure on your editorial integrity, could you? That would be an issue. It would. It would be. Especially once we get into it a little bit later on. And agreeing with some of the decisions that are taken, you know. Oh. I think the problem is if you, if you, if you're within a club and then you go into a, a state or a local association, it's really hard to separate. Or what, I'm sure it is because, you know, yeah, I know. It's, but hard to separate between your loyalties to, to your club and then to your job. That's, um, well, you know, it's slight, 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 it's slight, slight. job, mate. Or if you're in charge of fixturing, you know, oh, well, we'll, we'll favour. Are know, you making an accusation? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, I'm thinking of accusations that have been... Um, Levelled at you in the yeah. past. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, how come your team gets all the early slots on the uh, on this thing? Because I'm bloody well organised. You don't. That's just sort of vaguely obvious. So there we go. That's probably why I shouldn't be advertising. Okay. Um, but that job's there if that. anybody wants to. It's on a Hockey Australia website. And there um, is. And recruit from a hockey. There, recruitment for hockey. And there is hockey happening. There, yeah, there is too. There's that bonus. Being involved in the sport that's actually being played at the moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, there, we took it down again. You're right. I doubted it from the beginning. Did we even I? take it up? Probably not. Uh, what else you got there, mate? I've got oh, I've got, I've got a bit more news. Okay, right, there is someone going to be playing some hockey. Yeah. The Pakistan National Championships are going to go ahead from the 22nd of October to the 2nd of November in Lahore, the National Hockey Stadium. Matt. Excellent. That's great news. It is. It's not often recently we've had great news coming out of Pakistan. 
Let's hope that they and I did see that they were advertising for for somebody to bid for their event management or some, some oh, really? for an upcoming league or yeah. No news. Good, they found some money. Obviously, you know, they had that one meeting with uh, Imran Khan and they found some money potentially. <laughs> well, no word Pro- on whether any of it will be streamed or not. Um, but it'd be nice if they could get a camera or two on it. Just saying. Oh, John, I think we're going to uh, so just very quickly just cross over, John, to uh, FIHProLeague.com. We're going to have a look at the news section. Yep, FIH Hockey Pro League reaction time. That's still the lead story there, John, from September the 29th. And it looks as though the encounters were between the men's and women's teams of Germany and the Netherlands. So no change there. Oh, great. We'll keep an eye on that just for future reference. That's right. We'll have a look again next week. what, uh, 17 days. Pretty good. Pretty Mm. nice. On the ball. Um, Okay. Whilst whilst I'm on uh, the socials, I'm I'm just, I'm just, I can't help but have a look at uh, Mr. Dr. Battery. Ah, ah, hang on. It's Tansy time. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Batra, 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 Mr. Dr. Batra. We should just play the one we we did before. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, always good to know what's happening and the kind of causes. Oh, we, you've done all right. You turned off the computer, but not the phone today. Who is it? It's my employment services. Oh, go on. Have a chat. And you're back in the room with the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. That was, uh, well, that was, let's be frank, it was the FIH down the line there. They are listening in. We didn't actually realise they bugged the room. Um, did very well to pick up on, uh, on that. But look. So stick pins that Alfred Chan gave us, isn't it? Well, I was just about to mention this. <laughs> Do you think that's what it was? Uh, never know. Hmm. Could be that teddy bear up there as well. That rather suspicious looking one. Anyway. Um, How's that? Mention Mr. Dr. Batra and whew, phone rings. Yeah. Um, well, we won't, we, be, we, won't, well, we won't do anything about Mr. Dr. Batra today, I don't think. Um, there's nothing really to see on there, John. I don't know why I even thought there might be in the first. But... Really? Okay, all right. He must I just, have been um, He's celebrating. Uh, he's wishing everyone a very happy Indian Air Force Day on the 8th of October, which is good to see. In capitals. Uh, it was in capitals. Yeah, yeah, it was in capitals. Um, also, uh, 11th of October, he's wishing everyone a very happy International Day of the Girl Child. Um, that's good to see. This is, of course, from, as it says on the little pictograph there, Member International Olympic Committee, President International Hockey Federation, President Commonwealth Games Association of India, President Indian Olympic Association. Best wishes from Mr. Dr. Batra. Uh, and, and no, no, this is the best one, John. This is yesterday at 108, wishing everyone a very happy, <laughs> very happy, doesn't say that at all. It says, wishing everyone a very happy Global Hand Washing Day. Best wishes, Dr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dr. Batra, Mr. Dr. Narinda Truff Batra. And a uh, couple of comments on, on, the, on the International Day of the Girl Child post. There's a comment there from Damraj Chowdhury. He, he says, happy International Girl Child Day. Thanks very much. And uh, on the Hand Washing Day post, uh, Girish uh, Batnagar says, wash your hands, dot, dot, dot. Definitely. Insightful stuff. Uh, I think it loses something in translation. Oh. International Girl Child Day. There's a birthday. John, let's celebrate Naveen Patnak's um, birthday. He's your head honcho in a disher. The oh, guy really? dressed in white. He does the little waves. Getting more, um, they want more tournaments there, apparently. Must, must be. What's in here? <laughs> those other four stadiums that are sitting around. Always good reading, anyway. Uh, Mr. Dr. Batra's Facebook page. Enjoy that. Fun, uh, fun. 
John, I think we should try and find a, another hockey podcast and start up some podcast beef. Start yeah. dissing them on the show. Start trying to build a bit of interest between the two podcasts. What do you think? Like a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we can hate on them on this show. We say, oh, just listen to that. Don't. It's rubbish. Is that so? I would bag you out. No, not the us. Other podcast. Hey, I would bag the you and the other podcast. No, I'll get no, two we, other people to do it. We get we get the beef with another another podcast. Maybe Tyron and and Derek with the uh, those two podcasts. With, with, yeah, that's right. With hockey <laughs> hockey the podcast. There's a new one out with <laughs> Lena Milan um, this week. She's playing a hockey here in in Perth. Um, yeah, don't bother listening to it. It's rubbish. <laughs> Honestly, I listened to the first two minutes. These South African accents. Oh my god. Unbearable. I guess it's all right if you're in that part of the world. Anywhere else in the world, don't bother. It's like oh, it's like shoving a screwdriver into your ears. You know who they guest? Next guest is, don't you? Hey. Jamie Dwyer. <laughs> I don't know why you pick on Jamie. I reckon he's good. He's a bloody good player. I don't. Pick, I don't pick on him. Yes, you do. Huh? I just. I just think he cheated on the uh, hockey <laughs> WA. Uh, um, Tipping competition. Hockey WA, man. Talking about hockey in Australia, John. Oh. Jody Kenny retired this yes. week. After 10 years or so with the Hockey Roos. Jody Schultz, I think, originally. I um, don't know why she changed her name. Um, 235 games, 111 goals, 33 years old. Time to hang up the stick. Didn't fancy going through the... Oh, the, the rigours. The rigours, yeah, of uh, getting to an, another Olympics. I think was hoping to get there. For Tokyo, yeah. but that extra year has gone. Yeah, maybe not. We spoke earlier when all this COVID stuff kicked off about the effects it would have. You know, there'd be players who would be looking to end their careers after the the uh, original postponed dates of Tokyo, and how much of a, a leap that extra year was going to be for some people. Mm. And there'll, there'll be others that maybe might miss out purely based on form, etc. Although. The less and less likelihood they're going to get much opportunity to produce much form before the Olympics, so we won't see. Well, no, we've got this. We've got this great career, by the way. We've got this Charles Worth Classic happening here. Is that men and women, or just a men's competition? I have no idea. Four teams of local talent, and that's coming up. But it's, I think, it's probably all behind a paywall to view. It's on the west. Yeah, yeah. So you know, might not be for everyone. But can I talk about the midweek? You want to have a little moan about... I do. Oh, hey. I think this is a worthwhile moan. Too. Hey, John. What? Did you uh, get out and about and watch any hockey this week? I did. I went to the Midweek Masters. Uh-huh. I went to one Midweek Masters game. The, the ladies, Divi Say three. that again. Say it fast three times. Midweek Masters. No, you have to say Women's Midweek Masters three times fast. Women's Midweek... Fast. No. Come on. <laughs> no. Do it. No, no. Women's Midweek Masters. I, I know where that's going to end up. Do it. Hang on. You have a go at home. Or in the car, wherever you are, walking down the street. We'll just give you a moment. Women's midweek masters three times fast. Nah, I told you you get it. Uh, there you go. It's hard, isn't it? Uh, one day I'll play you me singing. Bent down, turned around, and gave me a wink. Something to look forward to, folks. Yeah, it's uh, one of our first recordings. It's quite funny. The band thought so. Um, yeah, midweek went to the went to one grand final. Probably um, had to be there. Oh, sorry, sorry. One, one grand final. Yeah. Scheduled for eight. Sorry, whose grand final was it? Fremantle midweek masters women's masters women. You say women first, though. You said women's midweek masters. Don't oh, you? Well, that whatever way it goes. Damn it. 
Tell us about your experience, John. 8.45 p.m. start time for a grand midweek grand final. Oh, dear. Um, Some people have got school in the morning. They do. There were, there were many other grades being played there that, that night. Um, but one, one game had been moved to another turf and was played at 7 o'clock. Okay. Uh, that involved the Fremantle team. So the two Fremantle midweek Masters teams. And so I went to the late game at the Perth Hockey Stadium. Lots of people there. Um, lots. Yeah, it was quite, quite a good crowd. The big, the main car park was full. 300? Uh, oh, probably more than that, including players and spectators and everybody. It was, it was a, it was a grand final crowd, right? Midweek Masters. Yeah. Um, walked in, went to the bar. There was one person serving on the bar. And no kitchen open. Oh. Very, very disappointing. Ham and cheese toasty rating? Well, see, exactly. Couldn't, because there was no ham and cheese toast. Well, it's an instant zero, isn't it? Well, what, what irritated that, me That'll stuff up their average. This is grand final night. for the, This is their big night. The Midweek Masters big night. And there's one person standing at the bar. Oh, that'll be an email, Matt. <laughs> Did it again. I thought I'd turn that there off. There we go. F-I-H. Unbelievable. Oh. Can't even oh. Did I win a prize? They've heard the batch of stuff and <laughs> would like us to remove. Oh, just delete it. Okay. Um, just, and no kitchen there. People would have been going there for that set. They might have been going straight from work thinking, I can pick up a tasty burger. They'd do a good burger. I can pick up a toasted ham and cheese and chips. They always or, do good chips or and even, gravy. Even chips and gravy. Chips and gravy. Huh? Just something. Or any of the healthy options also available. Yeah. No, there was a vending machine in the corner and that was about it. And, People were driving off and getting food from other places. Um, Terrible for your carbon footprint, isn't it? Shocking. Yeah. I just thought it was a bit, it was a bit poor for grand final night. Yeah. And to play, well, maybe they weren't expecting anybody to have other turfs available to have games played at uh, seven uh, oh, at a reasonable time. Yeah. That, well, that's that was the big thing. Yeah, that's the big thing for me. Midweek is just because you get there's no time to celebrate. I wonder how long the bar stayed open after the, that that grand final. I bet it wasn't long, because they didn't finish till you know ten past ten or something. I would think in most states across Australia, finals would go into the central main hub. Even most you know yeah. re- regional associations or whatever, you wouldn't have the opportunity to be hosting them at home. It would no. be at a, at, a, at, a, at a central neutral. That's fair enough. Neutral venue. Um, I think maybe we we those neutral venues were available. Yeah, that's that's the point. Yeah, yeah. It would have allowed the host club to turn over a bit of money, as as well. And it was a great money make. We're always hearing about how they got no well, money. Well, there was an opportunity to make well, a bit I, of money. I'd say if I was doing fixturing on behalf of an association, and my association owned a stadium, and you'd look to take the business there above other going to other places. You've then got to capitalise on having those people there, haven't you? And provide a, a level of service. Well, that was nothing compared to the other game that was played at the University of WA, a seven o'clock scheduled game. The, the facility was not opened until quarter to seven, so they couldn't get in. And then um, no one was there with a, a responsible service of alcohol certificate, so the bar didn't open, which meant there were no other facilities. Couldn't buy stuff there. Nothing. For a grand final... Oh, you'd be bloody angry. It's just poor, and it's another sign of how 
it's really about the lack of organisation in our sport. Even at the, the bottom of the grassroots level, if we can't get this stuff right, how are we going to get pro leagues right? How are we going to get big events right? Yeah. And it just doesn't seem right. Surely... Yeah. Well, if, apart from administrative areas like that where it's we don't... It's not just another game. No, 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 Grand but... final is not just another game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think one of the other... that There are big issues there about how we grow the game. You know, how do we grow the game? Blah, blah, blah. I've been thinking about it for the past week, and I think one of the big barriers for growing the game is that you've actually got to be skillful and athletic to play hockey. And there's a different set of skills, and it's a bit of a higher set of skills than playing a lot of other games. So it's more, there's more, more technical know-how needed to play the game. You've got to learn the game to be able to play the game at a good level, or, or even a, at a social level. That's, and, and, that's and, crap. Eh? You don't. I think that that's an image that, well, that maybe it's hockey the Im- even likes to promote. Well, there we itself. go. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the image that we then, prom- we promote with that's, it. That's that. It's more it, this idea that that you have to be that is just complete crap. So, well, there you go. That's I think that could be that could be one of the major barriers. Those major major stumbling blocks to blocks to keeping people in the game or getting them into the game in the first place. Now, I know that it's been proven to us. We've had people come late to the game and and flourished. Mate, can I tell you a story? Go on. And, and it links it, cause Kenny Wallace. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Kenny yes. Wallace. Um, Kenny's a big fella. We've got another, a, a short fella, Russ, in our team as well. Uh, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's a, Kenny's a big fella. Solid. Works on the mines. Started playing last year. Uh, uh, couple of years. He's, no, he played a bit in Cal, in Cal before, has, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, Kenny's taking a while to blossom, but in his, his uh, second, third season, second season at Fremantle, uh, he's won a premiership playing with us, and he doesn't look like an athlete, doesn't move like an athlete, probably doesn't play hockey like a hockey player either, but he's learning and having a crack, and now he's won a premiership, and they're the sorts of people you want to... You, know, you do, but they're few and far between. That's that's the problem. They're few and far and between. You, and you also has got this idea that we've, you know, oh, look at hockey athletes. You don't have to be athletic. No, well, no. What you have to have is a grade of hockey for everyone, and unfortunately, you don't always have that because of the number of people that you have within your clubs. Um, the yeah, the ideal situation is that you've got. A, an entry level there for whatever age group, and you can come in and you can kind of learn on on the job. But, you know, you always come up against a bunch of. I've got to tell you something just... else about Kenny. Go on. We had our um, oh. <laughs> we had our big team wind up on the Saturday. Yeah. How'd and, that go? Uh, Good night. Hey, oh, I think yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I didn't get I, the invite. I noticed. You know, I was sacked. Coach one week. Don't get no, the invite no, no. to the uh, you're, you're the drinks. Bench runner. Completely different, mate. You say so. a photo. You should be. I remember. No, no, I'll remember it next year. I'll remember <laughs> it next year when I get asked last minute on the sideline. Maddie, would you mind? Uh, yeah, actually, I would. So, Good. Say that. Uh, effing sorted out yourself. Is it? I, I don't care what you say, if as long as it's my grand final. Mm. Yeah, next year. I'm on for six in a trot. Thank you very much for the confidence, mate. Yeah, I'm well, going to take that in with me next yeah, year. Yeah, we'll see. You played every one of you. Uh, yeah, always. Um. Back to Kenny. Yeah. So um, we're at one of our teammates' house, and this house has got a, an upper story, entertainment area, balcony, 
looks over a park across the road from his house with a big lake and trees and people walking dogs and all this sort of stuff and it's coming towards dusk late afternoon and bowl up bowl up missus drops me off and uh there's Kenny up there on the balcony on the bagpipes. Now it turns out we didn't know this till about three weeks ago. Um Kenny's a world renowned bagpipe player and <laughs> this year is actually the first year in twenty five years he's not gonna be able to go to Scotland to play in some bagpipe thing. Uh. And, um, it was amazing him on, you walking up the do you, driveway. Do you think, do you think the clue, the clue's in the name? What, Wallace? Ken, Ken Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> Ken Wallace. Ken eh? Wallace, yeah. <laughs> and so you, and there he is belting out tunes on, on those bagpipes and it was, it was just fantastic. So his, his Scottish accent's as good as Tommy Alexander's. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> what was amazing though, we asked him, how much do you reckon a Pair of bagpipes, set of bagpipes. A bag of pipes costs. How much do you reckon a bag of pipes costs, mate? Because I was quite surprised. It, it was. Excuse me. Oh, now I can't remember. I thought it might be five grand or something. It was seriously it loads more. Yeah, like fifty or something. Yeah, I can't what? remember the exact. Fifty grand. Oh yeah, get and we're going, out. And you, yeah, they're one hundred and forty-eight no. years old. Maybe if you wanted a pair, it would cost you that much. <laughs> <laughs> but it was brilliant. Every person that turned up when they got out of the car, Kenny sparked up the bagpipes. It was totally brilliant. People were sort of walking their dogs past and waving and <laughs> smiling. Good stuff. Your turn here on the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I don't know if I've got it. Um, we promised that we were going to put up the poll as to which sting to use from Mr. Tommy Alexander. Uh, 13 votes with 20 hours left, John. Oh. Option one, uh, which is the sweary one, which... Uh, no, I'm not going to play it right now. Oh, no, I can do it. I can go to Twitter and I can play it direct off there, can't yeah, I? Yeah, you can. I can do that. Option one is coming. Oh, that, or you could warn me about playing them. Huh? <laughs> well, you know, we talked about it, didn't we? We planned. We had a three-hour meeting before the show, John. Everyone knows the form here. Three hours. Uh, where's it? It's Twitter. That's the one. That's the blue screen with a little white bird in there. If you're on Twitter, folks, do follow at the Reverse Stick and also follow at the Hockey Live and at Push Past Pundits, maybe even at Global Hockey Radio, or give our, uh, a shout-out to our good friend, at Flicker Clint. Yeah, and me. I'm on Twitter. Uh, John Lee Hockey. John Lee Hockey. That was a good idea of yours to do that. Well, it was better than John Lee 27971777, whatever the, the Lee thing that was uh, that was upon there before. What am I doing? I'm looking for a tweet. Oh, no, that's right. I'm surrounded uh, by technology here at the moment. Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys. This is fascinating. It's not radio, it's podcasting. Matt using his mobile phone. I haven't got to be anywhere in a hurry, folks. He's uh, concentrating very hard on where, where do you go to look at your tra- it, profile, isn't it? That's right. And then, yeah, tweets and replies. Let's do that. And then scroll down. Technologies was supposed to save us time. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go John. Oh. Hi, it's Tommy Alexander, and you're listening to the Reverse This Global Hockey Podcast. Oh, fuck. Hi, it's Tommy Alexander, and you're listening to the Reverse This Hockey Global Podcast. <laughs>
There you go. That's the two options. Oh, you there. cut the brilliant out. Yeah, because well, oh. it, it, it was you. You get too much airtime anyway. <laughs> what with this and that <laughs> other podcast that you do? Yeah, well, yeah. I place. Well, no, but the problem was because. I didn't want his yeah, mouth. Hit. I didn't want him then mouth because you said do the little talky oh, face the thing. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. on Twitter. You go to the oh, okay, yeah, Twitter. Yeah. So, um, when is it? It's Friday afternoon here. Uh, will it, this will go out today. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can get on and make a vote on there. Fifty-three point eight percent to option one. Forty-six point two to option two, and twelve and a half percent to option three. Good. Just joked about the option three. There isn't an option three. I got nothing. What do you got? Very quick one here, John. Oh, I do have something. Dear John. Once again, no Dear John this week. Nobody's written in with the Dear John. If you are new to the show, folks, get in touch for the Dear John section. If you've got a query, a quandary, a question about the hockey world, please do send it in for John. He doesn't get to see them beforehand. It's more about his his reaction uh, than the actual content of what he said. What you lost? My glasses. They're on your head? No. No, oh, you need to I've look. done this whole show without you, being able to read it. Do you want to borrow my sonnies? No, I don't think they're going to work. No, okay. Uh, yeah, get in touch with Dear John, but no, no, no Dear John no, this week. I don't think I'm too far away from a pair of dark sunglasses. De- send an email to matt at net, and uh, we'll tee him up. It can be anything. anything you just want to play the sting, anything, you? anything you like. Well, it's just, just filling time. We have got a lot to talk, <laughs> talk about this week. Uh, good to see uh, that Thierry is going to be on another webinar, John. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, exciting <laughs> oh, stuff. This time, it's, uh, this was from a post from, uh, Nagra Gudelski, of course, the partners behind the new Watch Dot Hockey app. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not thrilled <laughs> by it because it's, it'll be the same thing we saw before. Can you, just, hopefully without the 10 minute delay to the start and with questions. Can you, uh, although I doubt you'll get either. Can you record it for us again? please, so I don't have to watch it. No, this time you can bloody well sign up to whatever stupid thing you have to be next to your computer for at whatever time it happens to be on. Okay, you heard it here. Uh, It'll be the same Anyway, here we go. Uh, It's just the same stuff. They're not going to say anything new. It's from Nagra. Join our special session at at SportsPro. That's the Twitter handle, SportsPro. Asia on October the 21st at 11am, 5pm Singapore time. If you can afford to give away half an hour of your life, listen. This is the thing. To learn how our unique partnership with the FIH Hockey delivers a game-changing digital experience to fans worldwide. And then on the little graphic that you get with it, it's got Thierry, CEO, FIH, Jean-Luc Jezois, SVP, Business Development, Nagra. Uh, this is day one, tech stage. Watch.hockey, an inside look at Nagra and FIH's transformative OTT platform. Prove it. What's it transforming into? <sighs> Does it go from like a Rolls Royce and turn into a giant? I just think it's monster. so bloody bold. This is the second online summit talking about how good it this, is. Yeah, this amazing new thing that we're yet to see how good it is within the hockey world. So hold your horses. Let's just see if if you can actually maintain and improve and grow and deliver and do all these things that it shows the promise of doing. But don't spout how good you are at it. Don't, don't, we made this point a long time, well, ages ago actually. It's a, it's a content delivery service. It is not a content provision service. So it's all about what, the content you provide to it, which is what will make it successful or not. 
So they can spruik about whatever they like at the moment. Talking about content, John. Irrelevant. Oh, yeah. A mass of content has just gone up onto the Euro Hockey League yeah. site. Findo has been beavering away. He's got 300-plus games up on there. This weekend, there's uh, re-live... It's not relive because there's a hyphen. Re-live events happening all over, covering some of the best games that have happened uh, over previous previous years, and, and it's it's all on a loop, and you can just watch hockey all weekend on there. There's also lots of hockey happening here in Australia. I've, I've got something. I forgot. Go on, um, go. Can you play your stick? <laughs> Which one? The mystery file sting. Oh, we're not at mystery file yet. I've got mystery file too. Oh. All right. Okay, folks. If, bear with no, us no, for two no, seconds. No. We'll just wait. To... Just jumping through it all. John. 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 Mystery. John. I'm not sure if I've done this one before or not, John, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is from 1959. The Yanks on tour. The Privateers Club of New York, who are known as America's first international field hockey touring team, have certainly got this hockey game really sewn up. Here's an extract from their second annual report, Just a Hand, which deals with their visit to Europe and England. It reads, We returned to Amsterdam and made a night tour of its famous canals in a glass-top sightseeing boat. Should I do the accent? No, I won't do the accent. By this time, we... <laughs> the one accent everybody's allowed to knock off and you can't do it. By the... Shall I? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, New York. New York. New York. <laughs> we so returned nanny. to Amsterdam. No. <laughs> that was... That was more uh, gangs in New York, wasn't it? Can't write it? A bit of a... No. We returned to Amsterdam. No, you've got your own thing you're going to read in a minute. I do. We returned to Amsterdam and made a night tour of its famous canals in a glass top sightseeing boat. By this time we had been joined by 11 lovely young ladies, graciously invited by our embassy in The Hague under the expert guidance of the embassy's privateers attaché. With the help of some imports from Scotland this proved a delightful trip and when we finally arrived at the Five Flies restaurant for a candle-lit dinner in the Romantic Grill the mood was excellent. After a wonderful... After a wonderful meal, we visited a few typically Dutch nightclubs and spent the early hours of the morning dancing to the Dutch version of Valare. The next day, the Yanks played their first official match against Di Batavieren. I would like to tell you that they won, but the magazine Hockey Sports stated that after a lively game, the privateers were beaten by the Dutchman by 3-1. There you go. Valare. It didn't sound like a hockey tour, but it sounded like a dating tour. <laughs> Where were the imports from? They obviously had fun. And were they, they female imports or male imports? From Scotland, yeah. Some imports from Scotland. <laughs> so it doesn't explain exactly what they're importing from Scotland there. Anyway. It might, maybe it was haggis. It could have been. Yeah. Bagpipes. Bagpipes. <laughs> Definitely. Well, there is more on that, and I'll come back to that um, particular publication. That was, of course... The Hockey Circle, September 1959. But what we've got now, it's, it's, this is a first for the show, John. As you mentioned earlier, I miraculously, through just skill and determination, got the, the emails working again. And there was a few there. Um, do you want to buy some uh, sporting apparel? 
Ah, because a lot of people no, no, are trying I've, to tell us spawning about. I've got a point to make on that. Okay, we'll, I'll say that after. Oh, there's another one there from some guy who wants us to send him some sticks. So I'll show you that later. But there was this particular email that turned up, and it's from Richards. R I C H. No, don't give out email addresses. Oh, okay, it's, it's, it's probably from Rich. Rich. Yeah. Okay, we'll say Rich. And, I'm not sure who he is. He's the great grandson. Of, we'll get to that. Um, Hang on. Just, <laughs> I still don't know who he is. He's rich, the great grandson. <laughs> this email arrived, uh, well, only two months ago. 3rd of September. Okay. I know you've retweeted and shared stories from the Hockey Museum on my great grandfather, Harry Haslam, but just wondered if the attached story from the Olympics may be of interest. Now, he says something there that I, I'm not going to say because I want to read out the story. Uh, thought it might offer a different story for the podcast. So thanks very much, Rich. And it will because I'm going to read it out now. It's it's a newspaper clipping. It has no date or anything on it. No, it's, it's it does a, have the didn't have the author down in the bottom right. Uh, additional contributor Robert Risley. It's the only identity. Don't know what paper or when or anything about. It. Just a newspaper clipping. Photo of a newspaper clipping. No drinking Harry and co. Legless on the game's final eve. Imagine the impact it would make among the tabloids if Great Britain's opponents on the eve of a gold medal decider at the Atlanta Games, well that probably puts it into uh, context somewhere time-wise, invited our lads out on the town with the intention of drinking them legless. That apparently was the French intention during the run-up to the final of the hockey event at the 1920 Olympics in Antwerp. A first-hand witness to this attempt at international skullduggery, I love that word, was Ilford Hockey Club's legendary goalkeeper, Harry Haslam. The Frogs, sorry, I am resorting to that infectious and jingoistic tabloidese, the French found Harry and his teammates were made of sterner stuff than themselves in the hangover league, and the inebriated opposition actually conceded the next day's final following their mutual night out on the town. This was long before the days when hockey became somewhat sissified, and goalkeepers <laughs> took to wearing face masks and shots on goal did not necessarily run true on synthetic pitches. Indeed, Harry Haslam was of the era when England's netminder was protected by a glorified pair of cricket pads, and that was it. A brummy by birth, he had arrived in these parts in the early 1900s and immediately joined Guildhall Hockey Club in Manor Park. He joined the Valentine's Park Club in the 1912-13 season and earned selections by Essex and the East before World War I interrupted his bid for international honours. His memorable character style of play would appear to have been on a par with his ability to hold his drink, according to accounts appearing in the recorder at the time. For on December 13, 1912, was reported, the Ilford back division were right on top of their form, this especially applied to their talented custodian, who, during the game, made several brilliant saves, but for some unaccountable reason, accompanied each effort with a whoop, like a proverbial scalp hunter. It would be more like whoop, something like that, I guess. He cannot explain it, yet clearly there was a less eccentric side to Harry Haslam than that which did duty between the posts. For all the whooping it up, both on the pitch and off it, 
When his playing days were over, Harry Haslam found time to be the secretary of the Ilford Club and the Essex and Eastern Hockey Associations and was also a respected church and community worker. That was after incredibly earning the first of nine England caps at the age of 37. A giant among our handful of local Olympians, if ever there was. Well, that was from the local paper, wasn't it, John? It must have been. It's a lovely little story. Great, isn't it? Yeah, that's... Whoop, whoop! Yeah, but the, you know the story of the French coming around with a couple of bottles, saying, "Ah, oh, friendly drink before <laughs> the game the next day," and um, yeah, it didn't work out their way. Anyway, that's my mystery file, Matt. Well, no, it, it actually classes as Matt's mystery file because it was in the Matt's mystery file. I'm like a special guest. Yeah, that, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't have a mystery. No, I have Featuring? mystery files. Is it you have deer, mystery John? F- I, you can't have deer, Matt. There's no deer, Matt, available. What about feet? F3? Stick it to John. And you want to get in on the one thing that I've got my name on? Well, See, I, really? I've got another. Well, I'm I know, I'm not happy it. about it. How about Matt's moan? <laughs> you mentioned about <laughs> emails from people. Yeah. I'm offering a service here and now to every single factory in Silecot. All right, give me a call. I'll proofread everything before you send it out <laughs> to people, until, before you slide into DMs around the world on some discount gear and Dieter Mould sticks and copies of everything. Just for every time I do a job for you, send me a stick. Easy. That's done. All right? So, Matt, at the reverse stick.net, send it through because you look like absolute Muppets. Um, tick, that's one. Well, that one you, John. you should read this one from this bloke because at the end of it, he says our company would like to send you a few testing samples to get the feedback. I don't want, really want their samples. but You know? I've got to say that the past two sticks I've played with from in the past 10 years, the majority of my hockey, bar one in between, have been free samples from Pakistan. Have they? Yeah. Um, John, I'm on still to... playing with the same stick I got around the turn of the century. Yeah, it was an ex-Australian stick, though, yes, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah, yeah. But you don't use it much in a game either, though. To be fair, <laughs> have you seen it? I've got. Yeah, I have. Um, got a thank you. We got a um, got an iTunes review, John. Oh, did we? Yeah, oh, in oh. Australia. Wow. From Josh Hunt, who's on the oh, look, he's on the Hunter Coast, Hunter Valley, over on the, the east coast of Western Australia in uh, the Newcastle Hockey Centre. There's some games coming up this weekend. It's the Hunter Coast Premier Finals Grand Final between. Gosford Magpies and North Newcastle. I know who we're going for there. Who? Gosford City Hockey Club, the Magpies. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go to Magpies. But we will put that link out on at the Hockey Live on Facebook and on Twitter. And all the other links to all the other hockey you've So much. There's heaps going on across Australia this weekend, obviously and not so much in Europe. But... You put that tweet out earlier under the Hockey Live, didn't you, about uh, this weekend's games? Or was that yes. The yeah, yeah. Game? Well, the men's final is UWA versus yeah. Reds. Yeah, there'll be eight... eight Nine Kookaburras you tagged on display it. against the two teams. Yeah, you Almost. tagged it. Probably the the best game of hockey going around this, this weekend. weekend. Globally, I reckon. As best club as, game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be, be a ripper. Game. And do you remember the last uh, Quinas grand final victory? Blake's playing, isn't he? Three years ago, yeah. Well, yeah. our friend Mark was playing as well. Shout out to Mark. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, shout out to Bots as well. I dropped them off for their... Um, uh, end of season drinks by the boat the other day. He's not quite caught up. But he was going to be a regular listener, but he's, he said he will catch up with everything. So, oh, bots, uh, welcome to 2021. And, 
award winners from Hockey WA Awards. Yeah, there's there lots of award winners, yeah, including well, Liam Flynn as the top goal scorer, who we picked within the tipping competition, and no, no points were awarded. No so kudos for Hockey picking WA, the top what are goal you doing? scorer. Um, that could have potentially propelled us to the top of the table. Talking about awards, John, I've ordered something very special this week. Uh-huh. It's a, uh ultimate listener award. This will be available for just one person. It's a bag tag to go onto your, your hockey bag. And uh, over the coming weeks, we will be formulating uh, an ultimate listener quiz. Oh, it and it will be open for anybody to to um, to join. We're working out the format, but it's going to be based on the past 165 episodes of the podcast, probably the past 200 by the time we get around to it. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're, we're going to open it up. You don't have to be a patron. Um, you know, they are the ultras. They're the, hard, they're the hardcore supporters of the show. You'd expect them to know more, but maybe you can't afford to join well, a patron, and we, do, and we just appreciate your support anyway, and you can idea. get involved. Patrons versus, what's that, that chase program? I don't watch it. You know the one where they've got, like, the smart people, and then... <laughs> well, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, okay, but brain, work, brain, uh, brain, brain. So, uh, look, and you know that we'll workshop this. Normal plebs we'll workshop, we'll plebs. workshop it. But there will be the ultimate listener quiz coming up very, very soon, and your opportunity to receive a, the only ultimate listener award for twenty 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 one. Well, we've got someone's got to win something this year, don't they, Matt? Apart from me. Well, no, there was the fiscally responsible pro league earlier oh, on in the year. Doesn't right, it? Someone didn't forget about that. Yeah. At least one form of the Pro League got going and finished. We've come on, John. We've seen Pro League this year. Don't be like that. Look out anyway for the ultimate listeners quiz. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, oh, jeez, my lift's here in about three minutes. Okay. Um, I'll see you later, eh? Off to the uh, kids' wind-up, junior kids' wind-up hey. and presentation you awards. Did you walking hockey for this the, morning? Uh, I didn't know. Actually working. Working hockey? No. I saw some of those tweets coming out. Yeah. Oh, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, yep. Uh, enjoy your hockey week. Get your eye on some live streaming this weekend if you can't get out on the field. And, of course, don't forget to give it a whack. And if you can get down to Billabong Brew at 2pm <laughs> on Saturday the uh, 17th, get there. Some rock and roll and good times. See you next week. G'day, it's, it's Jamie, uh, Jamie Dwyer here again. Um, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I don't know, um, I'm on this like, thing called Cameo, and if you want me you want me to do a message for you or for your families or anything, or you want to buy some sticks from me, then um, you can get on and find me, Jamie Dwyer, 25 bucks. It's, like, it's cheap, but not my sticks, cheap, buy some. I love you, Jamie. I, I love you too, John. No, seriously, it's bloody good, you know.